Welcome to They Mostly Podcast at Night, episode 194, Howl. Last podcast, full moon, all change. Oh. It's not our last podcast. No, not at all. Depends on how bad the fighting gets, I guess, but probably not our last podcast. We'll probably survive it. Probably. Mostly. Mostly. Hello, Chaos. Hello, Carney. How are you today on this fine, fine evening? Well, I'm just swell. How are you? Good. Are we going to talk in our posh voices all night long? Is this my posh voice? I don't know what voice I'm doing, actually. I don't. Even- I thought it was my posh voice, but I don't know. It keeps changing accents. It's yeah, like mid-Atlantic to what well, was Southern. <laughs> it's like all over the place. I am not good at voices or accents or speaking at all. I used to be... I'll say passable at a British accent because I watch so much British television. Mm -hmm. But I don't think I am anymore. Which is surprising because I watch watch a lot of British movies. Still don't have a passable accent at all. Yeah. Sad. It is sad because talking with a British accent is so fun. It is. Remember when we went to Salem and I did that? Oh my God, so fucking funny. (laughs) Until the tour guide asked us a question and it immediately went back to American. Yeah, well, I got scared. (laughs) The tour guide. <laughs> Good times. Good times. I could park the car on the river. Yeah. That's not helpful. That's new English. Mm-hmm. Should we just jump into this? Yeah, let's you jump tell them in. Who we are and what we do. And we are the mostly podcast at night. We are two Blood best types. friends of what? <laughs> Nothing. We are two best friends of 20 years who bicker and banter our way through a different horror movie each week. We take turns picking the flicks so you don't have to. Mostly. (laughs) Mostly. Mostly out of a desire to share them with you, our gentle listeners. But sometimes just to annoy the other person. And when we do that, we often go to the octagon to fight in the hashtag Mariana's Trench of Hate because that is how our friendship works. We duke it out when we don't see eye to eye about movies, which is quite often. Sorry, that was a really big yawn and I'm so sorry. It's not about your company or this podcast. I'm just... I see how it is. I was hiccuping last one and this one I'm yawning. I'm sorry. Mm -hmm. Sure. (laughs) Sure. Warnings for spoilers ahead and... Uh, swears ahead. Lots of swears all the time. Well, this episode, which was getting so close to the 200th episode, can you believe it, guys? 194. Holy cow. Well, this week we did Hal. It was done in 2015. It was not rated. An hour and 32 minutes long. This was a chaos pick. Surprising. Another werewolf chaos pick. And uh, it got a 5.4 on the IMDb scale. What about the tomato meter? There's nothing wrong with liking werewolves. Which is just weird for you, but we'll get into that after the tomato meter. Fine. Glad that you asked. The tomato meter is sitting at a 63%. No critics consensus. Audience score, ouch, lower at a 37%. Ew. Seriously? Yeah. Do you want to tell us why you, a vampire, actually likes werewolf flicks? I don't understand this. I love werewolves. Do you remember I had my werewolf neighbor named Steve? No, I'd forgotten about this. You forgot about Steve, my werewolf neighbor? I, I, I did forget about Steve. Back when I lived um out near you, I had a werewolf neighbor named Steve. Oh, that's right. That's right. That's right. That's right. I hit him with my car one Halloween by accident. <laughs> I forgot about that. Yes, that's true. Actually, I didn't hit him. Just Joe hit him. Um, But he was fine because he's a werewolf. <laughs> so... <laughs> Um, we're lucky for that. And that actually, you know, we had helped us strike up a conversation, uh, which grew into a friendship when we realized that we were neighbors. That's true. Yes. But here's my question for you, though. You pick werewolf movies over vampire movies. You think it'd be the other way around. Yes, you enjoy werewolves, but wouldn't you pick more vampire movies? I don't know. Vampire movies, oftentimes they make me mad, either how they depict the vampire or how they treat the vampire. I mean, we're not watching Twilight anytime soon. That is correct. But that is technically a vampire. So could that technically be a horror movie? Because it is a creature feature, and I think I need to pick it to piss you off. No. I think it fits. It's a romance. It does not fit. But it's got vampires, though, so technically it's a creature feature. No, it's not. 
Because vampires used to be human, just like werewolves. Are werewolves creature features? Yes. I don't think they are. I think they are. I argue on that. They are totally creature features. See, I disagree. I disagree with your face. <laughs> well, you okay. heard it here first. Okay. Do you remember how we used to have a friend that'd be like, something, something, tree. You're a tree. Yeah, and that was his only insult. I was watching your Bruges. Have you ever seen that movie? No. But I know what you're talking about. And the guy goes, you're an inanimate object. And it reminded me of him. And I just thought about that. So I'm going to start doing that to you again. Thanks. Just to make you think of um, our former friend. And really appreciate it. I just love that. And come back. <laughs> it was the only one he had. Though. You're the only one we have. <sighs> it doesn't really work all the time. It does not work all the time. Should we do cast? Yeah, let's talk about this cast. It's kind of weird how the order is because okay. it's not an order of importance. It's not an order of on screen. So we're just going to do kind of higgly piggly in order. Okay. So, so we're going to go with it. Adrian was Elliot Cowley. He was in Alexander, The Golden Compass, Lost in Austin, and Butterfly Kisses. Who was he in Lost in Austin? Not Austin Land. Lost, Lost in Austin. I've seen Lost in Austin. I didn't know you had. He was Mr. Darcy. Oh. Cool. Think, hold on. Now we got to make me check. Hold on a second. Make me check everything because I didn't have enough work to do earlier. But sure, I'll check again. He's Thanks. Mr. Darcy, you bitch. Fucking dirty pirate hooker. Continue on. Whatever, that's my insult for you. You don't get to turn it around on me. That's not how it works. That's how it works. Nina was played by Rosie Day. She's an Outlander, baby, and also in Butterfly Kisses. Oh. Like you care. Like I Oh, I'm gonna go watch that movie right now. Like I give a fuck. Paul was Calvin Dean. He was in Tormented, Fractured, and Freak of Nurture. Freak of Nurture. Yes. Hmm. Billy was Sam Gittins. He's in Rose of the Foot Soldiers, Ray and Liz, and Obey. Kate was Shauna McDonald. She was in The Descent, The Descent Two, and Moondogs. We did the Descent on this podcast. You did it without me, you dirty whore. Because <laughs> I was in the hospital and that was my pick and I'm really mad about it. So whatever. Jenny was Anita Marson. Uh, she's an Emma Malflanders and Don't Knock Twice. Jed was Duncan Preston. He was an Acorn Antiques, Milk, and Lots of TV. <laughs> Matthew was Amit Shah. It was in Last Christmas, Final Score, and Johnny English Strikes Again. Joe was Ed Spielers. He was in Plastic, Downton Abbey, and Aragorn. Cool. Except Aragorn sucks. I don't think it's the Aragorn you're thinking of. The dragon movie? I know, but I don't think it's the original. It was a remake. There I was a remake? I'm pretty sure because he just started it recently. Um, please hold. Talk amongst yourselves. Aragorn, Werewolves are neither wares nor wolves. Aragorn isn't an old work of fiction. You know that, right? Like, no. I don't know about it. It was a book. But it was not, it was pretty recent. 2006. Is that the one you're thinking of? That's probably the only Aragorn that exists. Aragon. Aragon. Same thing. Jeremy Irons isn't it? John Malkovich. Yeah, maybe it isn't. I don't know. It it got a one, it got, it got a 5.1 on the IMDb scale. Don't care. You're rude. Ellen was Holly Weston. I don't know because I have to go back now. You made me go to Aragon. <laughs> she was in The Danish Girl, Stop. White Heat, and Await Further Instructions. You know what? You know, I can just quit this podcast. I hope you enjoy doing it all by yourself. Uh, yeah, that's correct. I have an honorable mention, too, of Sean Pertwee. He was the driver of the train, and he was also on Dog Soldiers and Event Horizon. Yes, so he was. Do you want a little summary? Sean Pert, we only had two and a half minutes of actual screen time. Sad. Well, and it was un- looking under the train and then getting dead. Mm-hmm. Getting his guts ripped out. Oh, but which I spoiled it. Dog Soldiers. <laughs> which was also another werewolf movie where he got his guts taken out. So it's continuity or something. I don't know. <laughs> um, do you want a five second summary or not? Because I, I can would, move on. I would love one of Carnage's famous five second summaries. People just want to go home, but train gets stuck in dead deer in middle of woods, and things go awry. Literally, get stuck in a dead deer. Literally. Yes. 
in a dead deer. In a dead deer. <gasps> a whole train gets stuck in a dead deer. Do you know what I just realized? What? I'm not ready. I didn't pull up the... Um, oh, my gosh. I am disappointed with the scores on this. I will tell you that. I am, too. Okay. We might be in the same boat here. Because I thought this... I'm going to start off with this, but I thought it was a good movie. I did, too. Okay. Thank you. Um, I felt very Train of Busani, though. Yeah, it did. A little bit with the characters. I but mean, you're not going to have zombies and you know everything else, but... I don't think this came out after Train to Busan, though. It did not. I'm just saying, like, the arrogant character that tries to... But that's kind of a... a, a we're getting too far ahead. Remind me at the yeah, end. Okay. All Sorry. Right. Um, do you want to start us off, since this is your pick? Okay, so Joe was um, a train guard. And he was a farming man. No, I'm just what? kidding. <laughs> like, wait, we saw the different movie. Um, so this starts out at a train station, Joe, the train guard, he's been up for promotion, but he got passed over for promotion. Um, and the promotion was given to a dickhead. Thank you. I was going to say the same thing. Yes. Um, who convinces him to take a double shift. He's just getting off of his shift, but the dickhead says, no, you got to take the red eye shift too, because so-and-so isn't going to be here. And he sees that cute girl who passes out sandwiches is going to be on the train what ellen ellen yeah okay i thought that was her name i couldn't remember if it was helen or ellen ellen yeah okay ellen um but she's a cute girl that passes out sandwiches so he sees that she's going to be on the train so he decides that he'll do it she's kind of like a um flight attendant but on a train yeah coffee tea buy my chicken sandwich not at all okay sorry continue you're doing great it's an overnight passenger train which is scheduled to depart london at midnight um so oh yeah she is called the tea trolley girl oh is she yeah she is (laughs) um so the train is traveling he's taking tickets he, you go and meet everybody on the train. And then some, though, because you also meet, like, women with dog, like, that yeah. we never see again. Yeah, there are a couple of people that get off before the disaster, mm-hmm. and um, you don't end up seeing them again. But we meet the general cast of characters and how they react to the train guard. Some of them politely and some of them not so much. Yeah, some of them are dicks. But he's like, yeah. he's so over the job tonight that he's kind of acting like a dick too. Yeah, he is. He's He doesn't want to be there. And he's mad that he got passed over by promotion and the dickhead got it. And he is just over his job. I have a question for you. Yes. Um, Adrian, our only first class passenger. Yes. The chad of the entire movie yes did we meet him before the disaster or is it after the disaster because we meet him right after the disaster happens when the train stops and he's helping ellen the trolley girl put her stuff back on a trolley and hitting on her hardcore yeah did we meet him when joe was taking tickets or no yes we did yes how was he with joe because I, I totally missed that somehow he was just like he had his ticket on the seat and he was just like it's there that's who that was yeah. okay i'm like why didn't we meet him all right that's yeah, the douchebag Mm-hmm. So we meet, um, yeah, let's go through the characters real fast just because it's easier. You meet, um, you've got Matthew, who's kind of a a nerd. He's reading. You've got Kate, thank you, who's total in disarray. She's got, uh, she's, she's very smart, but she's just totally disorganized. And she kind of has words with Joe because she can't find her ticket and he makes her pay for the ticket. Yeah, he makes her buy one. Do her job, do her job. You've got Billy, who's in the corner changing, ripping his tie and shirt off and throwing it away and you just kind of get these like little subtle things from the characters each the next train you've got nina who's jabbering on her phone in a quiet zone Mm -hmm. i would have fucking smacked her i know where you got the posh couple of crop like kind of caddy corner that are kind of like clearly annoyed but a you're posh why aren't you in first class and b move to another fucking train car unless you can't i don't know how that works i don't know all I know is you can't drink beer on this train, which is sad because in American trains you can drink beer. That's true. We drank beer in Boston. Mm-hmm. And in Chicago. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. In Chicago. Um, am I missing anyone? Adrian, Nina. 
Oh, Paul, who you meet, who's going to the bathroom when we first meet him after he gets off his ticket, and we don't see him again for a long, long time. There's a reason for that. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, that's our whole cast. So you kind of meet them. So, I'm sorry. I kind of hijacked your summary. Oh, no, that's okay. I saw a spider. Are you going to kill it? Why would I kill it? It's a spider. You your cat's going to kill it if you don't rescue it. You don't kill spiders. Well, your cat's going to if you don't rescue it. So Joe goes back to an employee's part of the car. And he kind of closes his eyes. And then all of a sudden the train comes to a screeching halt. Well, there's like a big um, crash. Mm -hmm. And then the train comes to a screeching halt. Obviously they've hit something. Everybody goes flying. Everybody's stuff goes flying. Um, This is a little bit later on in the journey because like the lady with the dog is gone now. Like some people have already gotten off the train. Right. And you think Paul has because he's not around either. Right. So, but you, you're left with the other main characters. Yeah. Adrian is helping Ellen, heading on her hardcore. That's what we meet first. Yeah. Two sets of keys, which we later find out is one is the country house with the wife and the two kids. And the other one is for the flat in London where he takes his chippies to. Mm-hmm. Dick. He's definitely our Chad. Oh, he's so our Chad in so many ways. Mm-hmm. Chad's the biggest douche canoe harkens back to our first episode ever of tucker and dale versus evil where the character's name was chad and he was a chad he was a douche canoe total chad award winner everyone's kind of strewn everywhere they're all pissy at joe because he can't what the fuck's he gonna do they can't find the, the driver yeah he can't do anything like about it but he's like apologizing for what happened and everybody's looking to him for answers and he, at first he's talking to the driver and the driver goes out to look and see what happened what they hit to find out so that they can get back to going again and oh dear they hit a deer they hit a it's deer like mangled in the fucking like i'm surprised it's not a whole herd of deer yeah <laughs> And I'm wondering if the werewolf put the deer in the middle of the tracks. See, I think that's what happened. I have this um, idea that the werewolves orchestrated this entire evening. Mm, I think I like that idea. Yeah. And that they deer put are the usually deer smarter than that. Yeah. They usually get off tracks when they hear it. Well, maybe not, though, because it occurs all the time. <laughs> yeah, but, but trains are going so much faster. You'd think a deer would be like, it doesn't happen that often. I mean, obviously it doesn't happen. Otherwise, you'd have more problems with that. Like, deer might hit cars all the time, but do deer hit trains all the time? I don't know. I'm looking it up now because I've got to know. I just have to fucking know. I don't know about you, but I don't often hear about that as being a problem where, oh, trains have to look out for deer. How many deer do trains hit a year? 5,000 deer are hit by trains all over the country. While those collisions alone lead to widespread delays and damage, the problem is even larger to include the delays caused by deer that don't get hit by trains do, which doesn't make any sense. But So 5,000 deer a year. That's not that many. Okay, no, I'm probably not in the grand scheme of things, but I still think the werewolves did it. I still think the werewolves did it, too. That's, it's, that's what I mean. Like, it's not that common. Like, right. Obviously, it happens because I'm sure trains hit lots of animals. But it's not like such a common occurrence that you have to worry about being late to where you're going because you'll probably hit a deer. Right. Understandable. Or something like that, you know. Poor driver, though. Yeah, poor driver. He um, doesn't last. He's the first to die and get gutted. Yeah. Taken off to the woods a little bit. Yeah. And then when Joe calls, they're like, oh, it's four hours to the next train. That would get someone out to you in four hours. Yeah, four hours. And they're like, screw that. We're just going to walk. It's like maybe three miles. That's Adrian with his big fucking mouth. Yeah, but I mean, I get it. Like, if it was only a three mile walk, I'd probably do it. Yeah, no, I get it. I wouldn't want to stay on a train for the next four hours doing nothing. Yeah. That'd be fucking bullshit. Especially when you can maybe get another train to go home or a cab or something at that point. Yeah fuck that three miles to the station i'll walk yeah it's less than an hour yeah totally that's just like a walk around my neighborhood i mean that's all that is at first joe doesn't want to let them go because safety procedures saying that you have to stay on the car on the train yeah but adrian eventually bullies him adrian and kate kind of bully him into letting them out which they all go even the pensioners that he was so worried about. The posh pensioners. He should have been in first class. 
And they get so far when they hear howling. Well, I thought the first they heard like rustling in the trees. Well, yeah, first they hear rustling and they see the bushes moving and mm-hmm. they're like, okay, it's probably just a deer at first. And then they're like, okay, this rustling is still like following us. Like this is not normal. And so Joe goes off the trail a little bit and they're like, where are you going? And he's like, no, I'll be right back. And he goes off the trail a bit, a little bit looking for whatever has been rustling in the bushes. And that's when he comes across the, um, the driver. Got it. Who's totally gutted. Intestines on the outside. I love that. Yeah. Everywhere. Just <laughs> really gross. So then they're like, holy fuck. We got to get back to the car. Yeah. Because we need to not be outside with whatever did that to him. So they all go running back for the train the way they came. And the posh couple is bringing up the rear of course like we like joe said they would right so they get back to the train they're hauling everybody on board the posh couple gets on last i don't understand why he doesn't put his wife on first thank you i was just gonna say that thank you thank you because that makes no sense yeah but the wife is the last one to get on board the train and as the doors close they kind of pin her leg in the door and the howling catches up with them because they do start to hear howling when they're running. Yeah. Um, which it's interesting to note if you want to uh, let it take you out of the moment. Those are coyote howls. Really? It annoys the crap out of me. <laughs> because I know the difference. And to hear them use coyote howls when it should be a wolf howl annoys me. Ow, ow. Yeah, that's a coyote howl. Is it? Yes, it is. That's disappointing. Yeah. How does werewolf howl sound like? Well, okay, granted, I don't... Werewolf howls sound like regular wolf howls. Which, I, that's what I'm asking. Which, how does that sound? Which they just sound like, ooh. Oh. That's, that's it. They don't do that. Ow, ow. They don't do that. That's that's what a coyote does. How does it go again? Ow, ow. And how does the wolf go again? I'm not doing it again. <laughs> One more time. No. Shut up. <laughs> so, um, uh, as her leg is trapped, she gets attacked by the thing from the woods and um, she gets jerked around. I love that. And they finally manage to pull her in and her leg is bleeding profusely. I thought for sure when that happened, she wasn't going to have a leg. Yeah. The way I know, it was right? yanking her up and down, like in an elevator almost. Yeah. yeah. To only have a bite wound was pretty good. Pretty spectacular because it's like they had to have done that on purpose. Oh, yeah. To have a a werewolf in there. Yep. They were obviously making more. I mean, as we find out later, Mm -hmm. making more of their pack to make up for the ones that were killed. But, you know, whatever. Yeah. So she's just sick, though. It's just a flesh wound. (laughs) They do. They, um, They find the first aid kit. They pour water over it. They bandage it up. They apply pressure to the wound. They put on a tourniquet. They do everything you're supposed to do. And um, and then what happens? <laughs> well, they're kind of trying to make contact, but then they realize, like, communication's taken down. Like, nobody, it, there's no communication. Nobody's got a signal on their cell phone. Nobody can get a hold of the um, station to call for help. Uh, nobody can get anybody on the radio. They're they're trapped they're stuck there's no way to communicate with the outside world to tell them that they need help is this when we meet paul finally i think they hear a noise from inside the car i think this is when we meet paul um yeah and they think one's on uh, one's in the train and they're all freaked out thinking that one is in the train and um and then they come up to the restroom where the the door is jiggling and all of a sudden paul like pops out and falls down on the floor oh god which is gross because like it's out of order it's uh, oh yeah there's like toilet water on the floor and he falls into it i think it's piss i was being kind but it probably was piss. he even smells he's like i smell like pee i smell like urine oh did he yeah. okay then it was piss yeah i mean you saw it earlier where it was leaking shit it was like ugh. yeah it was gross disgusting 
but he ate a bad kebab and it's been giving him the shits and so he's had to use the toilet even though the toilet's out of order i there's only one toilet on that train apparently which is just weird to me but whatever yeah i know it seems like every car would have a toilet or something i don't know, I know or at least British there'd car. be like a couple and at least you'd have a woman's and a men's i don't know but yeah, sex. i've never been on a british train of course me either we need to do that clearly we need these you know we should be doing more research like we should go to london go on a train in london to get more experience for these podcasts yeah we should like ride the, the, the midnight train Meet with a werewolf, see what that's like, you know, be like. I, yeah, I could have Steve over. He could be on, he could guest on the podcast. But they're, he comes to meet with the rest of them and they're like, who are you? And they do their little thing. But as they're doing it, a phone starts ringing, which no one's cell service has been ringing. Right. And all of a sudden it's Nina, the jabber, jibber jabber phone, which in this time when they've been kind of getting to know each other and learning their names, Kate's kind of connected with her because she's got a daughter, the whole trope of I got a daughter and you're like, you know. My daughter doesn't like me, so you know they bonded. Right. Her and Kate. Right. Well, it's Nina's mom, her best friend, um, who's calling her, and they're talking. But as she's talking, the wolf comes through a window and grabs her. Right. And Kate tries to go after her, but Matthew kind of holds her back, like there's nothing you can do. Like she's already yeah. dead. Yeah. Which we found out's different, but like the wolf takes her on top of the roof of the train and just there's blood coming down and it's horrifying and it's great yes so then they decide to barricade themselves mm -hmm. like they're taking apart like adrian says i like what he says here he says wolves go after or animals go after what's easiest to kill so let's make it a little bit harder for them and that's when they decide to barricade themselves in the train which they do a really good job of it like take luggage racks down and put them against the um windows thank you mm -hmm. words are heard um and they're doing so good but then paul's got to go to the bathroom again which is in the next car we should say yes and he leaves it open well they're arguing about something and then they realize i think they're arguing about the girl and then they realize joe realizes one of them is missing and that's when they realize that paul has left the car and he's left the door open and he's back in the bathroom so Paul is uh, not Paul. Joe's going to go get him out. Like they're like, we need to get you back, you know. And Adrian doesn't want to let him out. Mm -hmm. Adrian closes him up in there once Paul once Joe's out of there to, in the next car. Adrian closes it back up again, whereas Paul's in the bathroom and he gets attacked through the bathroom ceiling. Yeah, because the walls are thinner in there mm -hmm. and just massacred in there. Um, just you you can see like claws. Um penetrating the wall of the restroom so you can actually see inside and see him in there like just getting shaken around and he's covered in blood and poop and all sorts of stuff yeah it's nasty it breaks through so this werewolf comes through the bathroom and joe gets to the bar the barricade and they're trying to close it up again but the werewolf gets right past it well and Ari adrian doesn't want to let him in and then they realize that he has the keys so they have to get to out let him yeah in. So they grab Joe, pull him back through, close it up, barricade the door again, but the werewolf manages to get through. Yeah, it's a shit barricade. But they managed to kill it. They're yes. Like, they attack this fucking thing. And they do. They, um, it takes a lot. It's not easy. Mm -mm. But they, they beat this thing to death. Yeah, they got like a fire hydrant, a crowbar. A fire hydrant? Uh, fire extinguisher, sorry. Yeah, they got a fire hydrant in there. They fucking tore it up from the road. No, um, a fire extinguisher, a crowbar, tools from the shop, uh, different things that they're just beating the shit out of it with. Yeah. And um, they finally kill the fucker, which I would have thought that would have been the last one too. But no. Well, I liked this because I have to say really quickly um, because I've never seen this in a werewolf movie before. I've never seen them kill one of the werewolves. Me either. Yeah. And then to actually identify that it's a werewolf after the fact. Yes. And then they cotton on to, well, wait a minute. If it's a werewolf's bite, they look at old posh Jenny, who's been bitten and has been sick throughout this whole movie. And they realize, oh, oh fuck. fuck, she's going to turn into a werewolf. <laughs> um, so Adrian wants to kill it, but they end up... Um, Joe knocks him out. Yeah. And they tie his ass up. And they, yeah, they tie him up. And they make a plan because Billy was an engineering. 
he's he's just he's not an engineering student because um but he's an engineering like he knows engines yes he thinks he's he, a he wanted to be an engineering student he didn't pass his a levels though which i have no idea how the british school system works but i know there's certain levels of things i have no idea how that works any of that i won't even profess to yeah is a levels like high school or what do you know at all it's i don't all i know is exam it's exams they take after high school and usually you you need them for college okay i only know about owls from harry potter the owls that's all i know assuming it's pretty i don't i know there are a levels and o levels and that's really all i know okay but yeah they so they make this plan Joe and Ellen are going to look at the, the driver's council, the, the, you know, and he's walking him through, like, if this lights up, then this will light up. If the gas light lights up, and then you got to prime the pump, and that's when we get going. Mm-hmm. So if all this happens, the lights will come back on. He kind of walks them through it, and then him and Matthew, Billy and Matthew go out to try to, he's going to look under the train while Matthew stands guard, basically. Yes. So that's going on. While that's going on, you've got Kate... Adrian, who's tied up, and the posh couple, mm-hmm. Ged and Jenny. Jed. Jed. Jenny and Jed. Yeah. Um, talking amongst them, you know, talking amongst themselves. Kate's like, I remember you. You were addicted. You know. Yeah. Whole everybody's backstory. got these vin- vignettes that they share with each other. Like, Adrian and Joe share a vignette together. And, and here, Adrian and Kate share a vignette where she basically says, like, I interviewed at your company, but all you were interested in was staring at my boobs. Or getting me back to my apartment for the after interview. Right, yeah. His, the follow-up. Ugh, such a bastard pervert. Yeah. Hate him. It's too real. Yeah. That's probably why I hate him. Probably. So, unfortunately, Billy finds a leak and is given the duct tape, but while he does that, Matthew hears Nina screaming. Or cry she's out for not help. Even, yeah, she's not even screaming. She's just, help me. Yeah, which I don't know how Billy doesn't hear it, but Matthew hears it. Yeah. And he goes after looking for her. By himself. By in himself, the woods. In the woods. Really smart. Where he finds her mostly dead body in a tree being eaten by a werewolf. Yep. And there's two other werewolves around him. And it's... Yeah, they drop out of the trees. And it's kind of like that scene in Jurassic Park where the raptors, like come in at a triangle on that uh-huh. one hunter and it's like ah, you know yeah it's reminding me of that so yeah uh, they kill matthew they kill matthew and so we've got werewolves that um look very human yes because we didn't mention that when they we see human. the first human yeah. when we see the first werewolf but they look very human um they hang out in trees yes and they're also perfect mimics because they mimicked her voice. Perfectly. I thought it was her voice because no, she it was wasn't dead really in the her. tree, wasn't she? She was dead in the tree. She no, wasn't I mean, talking. I thought she was dying in the tree. She was no, up there. She wouldn't have been like talking so calmly if she was dying in the tree. She was dead already. <laughs> okay, I thought she was saying, help me. Okay, I didn't know she was mimicked. No, that wasn't really her. I didn't know it was like Predator mixed with the wolf. Yeah. You know? Because that help me was very much like help me. I twisted my ankle. Not help me. I'm being eaten alive. True. That's true. It was help me. I just ran away. I yeah. didn't get eaten by exactly. So Billy managed to fix a leak. Yes. They get going. They get the train going. They forget we're... about Billy because they're freaked out about the werewolves. Coming well, they for turn them. on the lights, the headlights, and there's a werewolf right there. Another werewolf. Right. So that's when they go. They buck freak Willie. out forget to grab billy first well either that or they they just panic they do um ellen panics and she hits the buttons that they're supposed to hit and throws the accelerator on and they shoot forward and billy's like oh shit and he grabs hold of the underside and i'm just like there's no way you could hang on but okay he was amazing shut up (laughs) i loved him while that's going on, Jenny's turning. Yes. Um, as they're as the as they the train's moving, Kate stands up. She's gotten Adrian out of his bind needs because Jenny's turning. Mm-hmm. She's by a door, and the werewolves grab her through the door. Yes. And Adrian, she reaches out for Adrian's hand. Adrian kicks her out of the fucking train. Out of the train. Another douche canoe move. Serious douche canoe move. 
And then he's trying to get Jenny. She's trying to kill Jenny. And Jed's like, no. What is his name? Jed? Jed. Jed is like, no, that's my wife. And dude, she's trying to eat you. Yeah. Stop that. Just let us kill her. It's fine. No, Jenny kills Jed. Yep. And um, do they kill, does Adrian kill Jenny? No, Adrian doesn't kill Jenny. Joe does. Joe does. That's right. Thank you. He's about, she's about ready to eat Adrian. Adrian. Yeah. yeah. And Joe, Joe saves his ass. Joe saves Adrian even right after Adrian fucking killed Kate. And so they're about ready to get off the train again. And Joe's left his keys in the door. And fucking Adrian, they have a little spat again. Yep. Adrian and Joe measuring dicks. Yep. And and Joe's like, we have to get out of here. And so then Joe decides he's right. But Joe decides that it's only going to work if somebody stays behind mm-hmm. as bait for the werewolves. So he decides he tries to knock Joe out and steal the keys. Which they were staying in the door. So he does get out and takes the keys with him. Yes. Locking them in there. Yes. Which werewolves come, of course. Mm-hmm. But luckily Joe's got a crowbar and Billy comes torches throwing like bottles and stuff at them torches the werewolf that is in there about to kill them Mm -hmm. which is like i'm sorry but how how does he survive billy's fucking rambo don't you get that billy is apparently rambo he's awesome until he gets eaten yeah because ellen and joe get off the train and then billy's about ready he's almost ready to go with them and then a werewolf grabs him yeah which i was sad about because i liked billy very sad i liked billy too so Joe and Ellen take the, the opportunity to run through the forest. Yes. There was a glitch in the movie, too. Like, I think it was an editing issue where if you... He, Joe stops him at one point and, like, kind of kisses Ellen and mo- makes her go on without him. Yes. You can kind of see a werewolf too early. Oh, really? Yeah. Like, I was like, oh, there's a werewolf right there. Why are they even stopping to kiss? Because it's right there. But it was just, like, a glimpse. I think it was just, like, an editing error. Oh, okay. I didn't see it. Yeah. I didn't and, even see it. And then... um. So he kissed, they push, he pushes Ellen to keep going and stays for bait for her, where she then gets the triad of their werewolves surrounding yep, him and the surrounding alpha him. bites him. Yeah, like a pack of velociraptors and they start eating him alive. Well, no, they turn him. Well, I was going to say, no. and then she runs off and she actually reaches the station platform again. Nine quarters? Yes, platform nine, actually. Oh, okay. And she has Joe's name tag. Oh, Lame. Sad. And then we get Adrian. He's still in the woods and he finds Joe's jacket. So he starts calling for Joe thinking maybe Joe is still alive. Why the fuck would Joe ever help you anyway? You fucking screwed him over like 300 times. I know, right? He doesn't know about you killed Kate, but you know. So Joe finds him and Joe turns into a werewolf right in front of him and destroys him. It's so great. It's very, very great. Ever. Yes. So 40% on Rotten Tomatoes, Mm -hmm. five point something IMDb. What are your thoughts on this one? I really like this movie. I love werewolf movies anyway, but I thought it was such a good character-driven movie i have things to say let me pull okay. up my notes here you pull up your notes you go okay so i thought it was good it was story-driven it was character-driven multiple people had heroic moments you had um amir who kills the or matthew i think matthew his name is, his name. is yeah um he 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 kills the first werewolf mm-hmm. with an axe he just like just loses it like he snaps and completely just has a a heroic moment where he just axes the shit out of this werewolf and then he's like crying afterwards he has this real emotional moment he like apologizes to kate and everything about it yeah Yeah. um so joe wasn't like the only hero well no you had billy too you had billy who who helped under the train and and then matthew was a hero again by watching out for billy even Mm -hmm. though he was kind of dumb by going into the forest but you had kate who was helping with the help jenny's wound yep i mean she was very intelligent that way i mean like joe didn't do everything no you didn't have one i liked that um it didn't drag i didn't think I liked the creature design of the werewolves because I thought it was really unique and different. Which it was human body, except for the legs, which were triple jointed. They were all CGI, the legs. Yes. So I thought that was interesting. Yes. Um, And I liked the little vignettes that 
that everybody had together um, to make you care about the characters. Um, I thought Chad was so chatty. He was great. He was such a Chad. Adrian. And that's what he reminded me of, that train of Busan guy, that Chad. Yeah. That's, what, that's why I was reflecting on, back on that. Which we need to do that movie do, yes. for the podcast. Um, and I liked the ending. I liked that Joe didn't win. You know, he... Um, well, he, he did. He kind of wins. <laughs> he gets revenge on Adrian. Right. But um, he doesn't get away from the werewolves he doesn't miraculously make it out he ends up getting turned by them you do have a final girl though you do have a you final, have final girl. girl that's true and i don't dislike that no i just i just think it's so funny it's like oh all that and you still get a final girl at the end yep you do <laughs> the only thing that that just didn't work for me was how billy managed to get back on the train i love that part I mean, I thought he was dead for sure. I mean, yeah, I did too. And it's kind of cool that he's not, but it's still like, but how did he survive? He held on. Did you not see Keanu no, Reeves in Speed? You would not when be he able held to on. Do that. I mean, that train wasn't even going that fast. I mean, Keanu Reeves held on to that bus that was going sixty miles per hour or more. I'm just saying. I'm not comparing these. This, this movie with Speed. I'm not going to do it. I you will do it. No, it, it's happened before. No, and it's been proven. I work. will not do it. Speed is bull. <gasps> you take that back right now. Keanu Reeves just died a little on the inside because you said that. Keanu Reeves can bite me. Don't say that. He's a good guy. You're I rude. didn't like Speed. You don't like most movies that are good. You only like horror movies. Actually, you know, when I watched Speed, um, my best friend at the time said that she had such a good time just watching my face the entire time that I sat there in her living room and watched Speed and she watched my facial expressions. Seriously? While I watched Speed, yeah. Did she like the movie or no? Yeah, she liked the movie. And you clearly didn't? No, I did. I was, I didn't like it, but I was like... The first time you saw Speed, I mean, I was a kid. The first time I saw Speed, it was freaking awesome. It was pretty awesome. Like, can't you hold on to that nostalgia to be like, Speed's cool? No. You're like, no, Speed's a dick and so is Keanu Reeves. <laughs> I didn't say Keanu Reeves was a dick. I don't think Keanu Reeves was a dick. He's a very nice man. <laughs> I just, Speed doesn't impress me anymore. Well, no, a lot of things don't impress me anymore, but this nostalgia, not the nozzle nostalgia of seeing him from the first time i can hold on to and cling to it a little bit unlike the last shift which disappoints me every time i watch it more have you watched that movie since yeah i watched it like three times since <laughs> we first watched it remember the i'm saying like remember the first time we watched it it was like really good yeah because scared the shit out of us and the second time we watched it, we're like Ugh. third time we watched it for his pot for the podcast and we're like Ugh. you know what i mean it's like that nostalgia didn't stick that time yeah but speed it sticks Speed 2, not so much. Yeah, no. But there never was any nostalgia with that, because that was just a horrible fucking movie. Mm-hmm. So. So anyway. Sorry. <laughs> My speed tangent. The speed tangent, folks. Sorry, guys. I'm so sorry. A little hyper tonight. Thinking about speed. <laughs> not that kind of speed. The kind with Sandy Bullock and Keanu Reeves speed. Sandy Bullock. Okay, so uh, what about you? What did you think about this movie? I actually liked it. I don't like most of your werewolf movies, but yeah. I did like this one. Um, I like that it's British because, hello, it's like my favorite people ever. <laughs> um, I did. I liked how all the characters were fleshed out. Yeah. Like they were all 3D. Mm-hmm. They all had, and it had enough time. It was only an hour, hour and a half long, I think it was, I said. Yeah. But it had enough time to flesh out all these characters. and Yeah, still a lot happened. Yeah. And at first, you know, like, even Nina, like, you wanted to beat the shit out of her, but by the end, you were still sad that she died. Yeah, right. So, yeah, I liked it because, uh, good writing. Um, Mama Carnage did watch this with me. She's like, that's an error. It's raining. The moon wouldn't be out when it's raining. I'm like, just go with it, okay? Oh, my god, Just fucking go with it. We had an argument as to if werewolves can only turn if they can see the moon or if it's a full moon. And I said, werewolves can turn if it's a full moon. They don't have to see the moon to return. Yeah, no. Full moon counts. Doesn't matter if you can't Thank see you. it or not. Thank you. That's what I said. She's like, no, they have to see the moon. I'm like, no, they don't. It's a no, fucking don't. astrological thing. It's, astro- it's an astronomy thing as if there is a full moon, you turn. She's like, well, in Harry Potter, he had to see the moon before he turned. I'm like, that's fucking Harry Potter. 
That's, that's like saying Potter. Twilight has vampires that are real. I mean, come yeah, on. Yeah, come on. I mean, I love Harry Potter. Don't get me wrong. But that was just fucking bullshit. Remus should have been a werewolf the whole night long. Yes, he should have. So. It didn't make any sense that he wasn't a werewolf until he saw Thank you. Thank you. And it wasn't didn't make any sense that he, that Snape couldn't hear him go, and, you know, before he hid the kids. And then he was all shocked. And that's a whole other story. So Yeah, exactly. <sighs> okay, I feel better. I like the movie, though. No, it was a good pick, and I usually hate you for these werewolf movies. I'm like, God damn it, another werewolf movie. So I know. That's what you said when I picked it. I think I did say that. Yes, I did. Mm-hmm. But no, it was good. I'm glad you liked it. Um, I have no fan fiction. Okay. Um, the trivia I gave, I, th- I think we did, was like very minimal. Rosie Day did her own stunts? Oh, yeah, Nina. Yep. Yeah. So she was actually pulled out of the train car. That was her. Yeah. That's right. I forgot about that. So. Um, Ed Spieler starred in another werewolf werewolf film called Love Bite in 2012. We're not watching that. They refuse. No, that's such a horrible name. I refuse to even entertain. (laughs) It's got to be a romance movie or something. Uh, Yeah, like a romance movie with werewolves. Do you want to make a fan fiction or no fan fiction? Well, I like to think that Ed spends the rest of his, or no, Joe spends the rest of his days enjoying his life as a werewolf and that, uh, and he probably has pulled this train stunt again with this pack of werewolves because now he knows how it goes and they can be better prepared for the next time they do it. And I like to think that Ellen leaves a perfectly normal life. Where she, for a couple more years, she uh, she decides to get out of the train business. I'm not going there. Okay. She decides to we get out of the train them. business because she's never stepping foot on a train again. She retires to the country with her settlement money when she sues the pants off of the <laughs> out of, <laughs> of the the railway for leaving them out there in the dark of the night, and. Um, and uh, and she spends a lot of time in therapy. Nice. Yeah. Didn't hear mine. Yes. Okay. Joe turned Adrian. And then they abandoned, like, all the werewolves moved and abandoned Adrian there. So then when they found the train and found it all bloody and all the dead people, like, hunters set upon the woods to kill the werewolf, which was Adrian. And he was hunted for the rest of his life. Good. Which was approximately one week. I like it. Thank you. And then they just took high-powered rifles and killed him. Yes. Even though that's not really a thing in England. No. No, I think they took, like, uh, knives and killed him. Bows? Bows and arrows bow and hunting. knives. Is bow hunting a thing I in England? I think they took, like, um, pea shooters. Pea shooters? <laughs> those, things, uh, those things, they look like a Y. Like... Slingshots? Slingshot. Thank you. Took slingshots. All the more to inflict more pain on him before he actually dies. Like, let's inflict as much pain on Adrian as possible before he dies. That's my plan. Wow. Okay. He's an asshole. Yes, And it's he is. too real. And I just... Mm. So, he's like a real Chad. Yeah, he is. And I just... Ugh, I'm sure that happens so often. House in the country. Ugh, no. Mm. Be good men out there, if there's any men listening. Be good men. Don't be dicks like Adrian. Don't be dicks like the Chad. <sighs> Should we rate... Yeah, let's rate. Um, I guess I'll go first since it was my pick. Yeah. I'm going to give this movie an 8. That's nice. how much I like it. I'm pretty close, actually. I'm at an 8.37. Nice. I enjoyed it. I'll watch it again. Yeah, me too. With or without Mama Carnage. Mm. Fuck her. Fuck her and her werewolf theories. <laughs> You're wrong on this one, Mama Carnage. You Sorry. are. Sorry. <laughs> I'd make her listen to this episode since she watched the movie. She doesn't always listen to us because she doesn't know the movies very often. But since she watched this movie, she's listening to this episode. Okay. Well, then you're wrong. (laughs) Should we pimp and get the fuck out? Yeah. um, We are part of the Morbidly Beautiful podcast network. Morbidlybeautiful.com is your place for all things horror. And they have a pretty killer podcast network, so check them out. You might find a show that you maybe even like as much as us, maybe. Mostly. Mostly. Um, but we're on all the social media if you want to connect with us and see what's going on. 
Um, we are at Podcast at Night on Facebook. We have a Facebook group moderated by our social media, Maverick Maverick. We are on Twitter and Instagram and Slasher. And we are everywhere you can hear podcasts, including Good Pods. Um, we are, we really appreciate a review. It really helps us gain new listeners or just tell people you like if you like us. We appreciate uh, spreading the word by word of mouth, too. Um, uh, our marketing director is the Abominable Carnage. Oh, I got a promotion. Marketing director. Yeah, you're, nice. You're everything. I'm going to go put that on my LinkedIn. Every uh, episode, you're going to be something different. Sweet. Can I be assistant to the manager, direct marketing manager next time? Yeah, sure. Definitely. Of course. And um, our graphic design and our editing is done poorly by Chaos. Shut the fuck up. It's <laughs> done poorly. Sometimes it's done poorly. No, I'm just kidding. Well, first you tell me to shut up and then you say, oh. <laughs> I just don't Gotta know what to Gotta keep you humble. <laughs> um, okay. And if you're interested, we have a merch store that'll be linked in this show notes. So that's it from me, Chaos. I just say thank everyone for listening. Good night and stay bloodthirsty, friends. Good night from Carnage. And as always, we're filmed in front of a live studio audience of werewolf kitties. Ow, ow, meow!